Hello and welcome back to another episode of Beginner's SEO Podcast with me, Phoebe Gill from The Plant Success. Um, today's episode is a follow-on from last week's episode, which was all about how to write SEO content that ranks. So if you haven't listened to that, I highly recommend you do as a sort of step one, because you can't promote SEO content without having written it first. Um, So that's what today's topic is, how to sort of get your content bringing in traffic a bit faster. Because one thing I will say, and obviously this is sort of a drawback of SEO, people don't love it, is that SEO can take time. So even if you do all the right things with writing your content, it can still take a few months to sort of suddenly ramp up. You might even see sort of an overnight change after a couple of months when Google suddenly takes notice of your site. And this happens even more so with new sites because you're build, you've got to kind of build up a bank of content and sort of that trust factor with Google. So especially in the early days, it can take time. Um, but what can you do to help speed that up and give your content babies the best start in life? And I do say life because they have a really long life. In fact, on my sort of testing blog, I have articles from 2019. So what's that? Five, nearly yeah, five years ago, (laughs) can't count, Um, nearly five years ago that is still bringing in a lot of traffic. And that's because I go back to them every now and again and update them. Um, So if you sort of take that attitude, your blog posts can bring you traffic for years to come. But let's go through how we can speed up content and bringing in traffic. So I've got a sort of a a list of... um, I'll just get into it, shall I? (laughs) Okay, number one, internal linking between posts, which is going to be hard to do if you haven't got any posts. But let's pretend you've got, say, 10 articles on your website. Then you're going to want to try internal linking as a way to give them a quick boost. And this is what you do when you publish a new article. Read through the article and find any opportunities where you can link back to an old blog post that you've already written or perhaps to a target landing page. And you're going to want to do this by sort of finding anchor text, which is the text which you're going to link from, which is sort of related. It might not be an exact keyword, but it's sort of a phrase saying, you know, uh, or even just description saying, hey, you know, if you want to learn more about... um, linen bedding then read our article here and I would just put the um or read our article on linen bedding and I would have that as the anchor text so you want to go through your old blog posts and link no yeah whenever you publish a new blog post go through it and link to your old blog posts and then crucially for your new blog post you're then going to want to go back to your old blog posts yes, your old ones, and find opportunities where you can link to your new one. And that will help your new one rank faster because you're giving Google more context as to what that blog post is about. They will understand it better and therefore they will be able to rank it quicker. So internal linking is super important. Number two, you're going to want to create content that's designed to be shared on social media. And this is where sometimes as well, remember yesterday I was talking about 
well, lucky because I recorded it yesterday, but last <laughs> last week's episode, um, when I was talking about how Google's really changing more into that personal sort of unique um, opinion pieces almost, because they want to just sort of get rid of all the spammy SEO content as well as how-to guides. Well, that unique personal content can also sometimes do really well on social media. And you also, as well as this, you can create content designed just for social media, but we're not talking about that today. But Whenever you create content designed to be shared on social media, that will help your SEO because the more sort of brand mentions or mentions of your website you have across the internet, Google says that link or no link, just a mention of your website does help your SEO. So how can you make content that will be shared more? Think clickable titles, catchy photos, always with a face in the photos, Faces do so much better. It's just, I think, something in our like human brain, um, unless you've got a different animal's brain, but something in the human brain that when we see a photo, we connect with it so much more. Um, and even better if it's that, that photo, that face has is showing some sort of emotion as well. Um, think sort of emotional words in the titles as well. Really, maybe I know... Um, uh, Kent, who I did an episode with about how... Con- how copy can really help conversions. I think he has resources on this on his page. So you might want to go check that out. Long hair copy on Instagram, you know, all about how to use emotional words, trigger words to get people clicking through to your social, to on your social medias, and then more likely to share as well. Another reason you want to create content that can be shared is that it has a higher chance of being featured on Google Discover. Now, if you don't have an Android, go ahead and Google Google Discovery, but think of it like a for you page on socials or a discovery page on Instagram. Um, and it can be a huge source of traffic to your blog posts if you get it right. And essentially you can't officially optimize for it, but it's all about looking for sort of those magazine style articles with the great photos and the great titles. Um, especially if you have high quality images as well, that's a key point. Okay. And then once you've created your um, blog post and you've sort of made them, t- you've tailored them for socials, you need to get sharing them. And I know it's cringy at the start. You're like, no one cares about a blog post. True, no one cares. But also no one cares like what you do. So if you think it's embarrassing, so what? Like literally no one cares about you, which I just think is so refreshing. It's my favorite thing to remember in life when I'm trying something new. No one cares about me so I can do whatever I want. Um, so you need to get sharing every time you put a blog post out. You need to share it across all your channels and share it more than once because we have attention like goldfish. So you can share that bad boy every few weeks, share different quotes from it, share different images from it, share whatever you want, but share it multiple times. If this sounds like a lot of work, use AI tools to help chop up your blog posts into little bites. Can you hear that rain? Wow. Okay, right. So sharing things on socials all the time. Now, this next tip is going to be for really sort of beginner bloggers. um, But I think it's a great way to get your motivation up with sort of baby traffic coming in. And this is from Facebook groups, specifically for your industry or perhaps your blogging, if you're a blogging industry. But Facebook groups, you can find a Facebook group, say like, you know, beginner bloggers, whatever, Uh, join that Facebook group and you'll see little trains or chains where everyone goes to visit each other's websites. Now, this isn't really technically actually organic traffic and there's 
I'm going to like sound like this isn't a real tactic, but I just think it's so motivating when you see that you're getting visits on your websites, regardless of where they're coming from. It's just sort of like, wow, this is working. This can work. So I do recommend getting involved in Facebook groups. And also it's getting your name out there. Join all the Facebook groups in your industry, become a sort of valued contributor. Um, same with sort of Reddit forums as well. Um, and whatever sort of socials that your industry specializes in, get involved, get your name out there. And whenever people ask, give them your website. Um, another place as well where you can get your name out, but you have to do this in a like actually genuinely contributing way is Quora Answers. Um, this used to be really, really hot tactic. It's kind of faded off now because again, like everything, it gets saturated. But if you're helping people on Quora with genuine answers, people will see your questions and your answers, your views will go up, and then you might get opportunities to share your blog posts. But again, you've really got to be non-spabby about that and look for questions that you can actually help in your answers. Um, Okay, number, uh, next one, I don't think I've done numbers for this. The next one is, uh, you're not going to like this. But if you really want to get your content ranking faster, then I would recommend putting out a faster or increasing your volume and frequency of content. This isn't realistic for a lot of people, so I understand that. But if you're trying to take your blog seriously, then you do probably need to amp up that frequency and build up a proper bank of content. Again, use AI to help speed this, speed this up. As always, please do not uh, use AI tools to write your whole content. No, no, no. But use it to write the bare bones of an article and then you flesh it out and you add your, you know, unique take on it as well. Make sure you're editing out or make sure you like you edit the whole thing um, because A, for accuracy and then B, you can really put your own personal spin on it, which is, I'm like waiting for you to say it back to me, which is what Google wants. So unfortunately, the more content you out there put out there, the faster you will rank. There is definitely a big correlation between the two. Now, let's get into the nitty gritty of it. I'm really sort of giving the truth here about how you get your content ranking faster and you might not like the answers. The next one is outreach. And when I say outreach, that's basically just getting in touch with people and asking them to share your content. It's asking them to give you a backlink to your website. And if you've got a website, you've probably already received requests for, hey, can you put a backlink to our our useful resource on, you know, the cheapest airlines in the US or something? And then you're meant to put a backlink to their resource. But what's in it for you? Nothing. So you've got to turn it around and imagine what would you like from those people if they were trying to get, you know, what would you like from those people if in return for an actual backlink or sharing the post? I often think the best way is with guest posting still. I think there is very much still a space for it because it's a genuine way where you can provide free content, aka something of value to the website. And in return, they should give you a genuine follow backlink. Because remember, we're after follow backlinks. No follow backlinks are still great because it's a mention of your website on the web and Google does take notice of every single mention. But a follow, do follow backlink has a lot more sort of power behind it. And it's seen as a real boost in popularity from Google. Um, Now, how to sort of crash course and outreach. You're going to want to be strategic about it. 
Um, don't please, 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 please do not buy backlinks. That does not work anymore because you're going to just get them ended up. You, if you sort of um, elicit a third party vendor, gotta make them sound like sex workers. Um, nothing wrong with sex work. Um, but if you ask a website, oh, a third party vendor that says they build backlinks, all they've got is a network of websites filled to the brim with backlinks that are just adding more and more backlinks. Now, that just sounds suspect, doesn't it? And it is. And Google knows that too. And Google recognizes these websites. And if you have a backlink from this website, it's not going to do anything to your website. In fact, it might even sort of harm the quality of your website if you're associated with that link farm. So instead, you need to be strategic and you need to do manual outreach, personalized outreach. And if you've got the money, sure, outsource this. But I'd say always outsource it to a PR firm because get your name in the press. That's a lot better than buying backlinks. But if you're going to do it manually, then you need to be researching your industry, finding out the websites and companies in your industry, ideally in your area as well or in your country. And then you need to think about who you're writing to, who's the person in charge. Um, And then you need to think about what you can offer. Is it going to be a guest post? Oh my gosh, my alarm went off because I'm recording this early, go me. (laughs) Um, So you need to think about what you can offer them in return for your, in return for a backlink. Is it going to be a guest post? Is it going to be a collaborative post? Is it going to be perhaps you've got a resources page on your website and you add them as a trusted um, vendor? What can you do that will make them, make them more likely to sort of give you a mention? Maybe you can just say, hey, I'll share your post if you share my post, something as simple as that. Um, It's easier if you go for smaller companies, obviously, if you're a small business as well. Maybe you could do, you could switch blog posts, sort of, what was that used to be called? Uh, There was a name for it, forgotten it, but like link sharing, link switching, or link for link or something like that. Um, but I would sort of recommend maybe you do sort of an interview style, like you do an interview on their website, they do they do one on your website. And then obviously you mention each other's businesses. That's a lot more sort of organic and also valuable to your target audience because surely they'd want to know about sort of related companies in your industry. Okay, now. Oh, and also as well, actually, on the note of outreach, um, just think about who's in your network already. Perhaps you're a web designer um, and you're interested in getting backlinks, then why don't you reach out to your past clients or your photographer um, and say, hey, if you really like my work, um, please you know, recommend me to people and mention my website when you recommend me via an email, via a Facebook post. Uh, on their website, if they have a resources page, get to get in touch with your past clients and ask them. Now, the final tip I will say is optimize your images. And I'm not talking about optimizing for SEO or yes, but this is more for shares and backlinks. So make sure you've named your image file. So that's when, you know, click save on your folder as a descriptive um, image. So if it's a picture of two people, say a picture of two people kissing in front of a lovely linen, linen bed. <laughs> and that way, someone that's right and also your alt text as well. And that way, when someone's searching for images about linen bedding to use on their own blog post about linen bedding, your image will come up in the Google image searches and they might try and steal your image, which cool, whatever, like it's just out of control these days. And I don't know what you can do to stop people stealing images. Um, But when they do steal your image, 
there'll probably be a mention or a link saying where it came from, which will be your website. So that'll be useful. And that, my friends, is sort of my top ways to start getting traffic, even minimal amounts of traffic. So I've really gone into sort of the nitty gritty there. You might not like it, but it is what it is. Like SEO does take time, but it's so beneficial once you start seeing traffic come in because it will just keep on growing. Once you get the hang of writing the content that ranks, once you get the hang of figuring out what your target audience wants um, and that converts, then the last step is figuring out how to promote it and get it across the web. And it really, my favorite way is just sort of aligning with your social channels and sharing all the time. You might think people think you're a broken record, but trust me, they don't. In fact, little secret, on my Instagram, I'm constantly posting um, posts from last year because like chances are you sort of every fan or follower of an Instagram page, they don't like it for years and years and years. They tend to like it for a few months. They get what they need out of it and then they move on and that's fine. So the life cycle means that the chances are they haven't seen your posts from months ago. So feel free to repost them. That's probably my favorite way um, to really sort of ramp up blog uh, blog posting and getting it out there fast. <laughs> Improving the traffic faster is what I should say. Um, and that's all for now. As always, get in touch if you've got any questions. Head to my website at theplansuccess.com for free SEO tools. If you're just getting started, please check out my course as well. It will teach you exactly how to optimize your whole business website from A to Z without needing to know any SEO. I literally walk you through step by step with use with like genuine examples. I'd use an e-commerce site. I use a service business and I show you exactly how I would optimize those websites. So then you can take it away and do the exact same thing to your websites. I also give you a content strategy plan, teach you how to do keyword research. I show you it all. Um, so it just takes a big sort of load off your mind knowing that you've optimized your website correctly. So please check that out as well and follow me on socials at The Plan Success. Also, if you like this podcast, please give me a little review um, or just a rating on Spotify or iTunes. I'd really like that. Okay, all for, that's all for now. Bye-bye.